When I was a little girl, I believed in fairy tales. I wished my toys would come to life and that my stories could be real. Then through all the noise and confusion, I believed it was all an illusion. The world had faded black and white, nothing seemed to be right. But now I know that how it goes is that my dreams never die. As long as I keep the magic inside me alive, do you believe in magic? Previously in Series 3, Episode 8, Tundra is wandering around the ocean floor confused. Joe is in her room, writing about her underwater experience. Iki decides to throw her mat into the creek and gets stuck floating towards the Pacific Ocean. After tumbling off the mat, she descends into the water and meets up with a very surprised Tundra. Tundra shook his head and continued to search for Pepper. Iki dragged the mat along the ocean bed getting it stuck on all of the coral. Why does there have to be coral? It's sharp and annoying. And when can we have a rest? Seems every time I come down here, I'm walking for hours. And I have some good information for you. It's all about what not to eat down here. Also, I am hungry, and that's a Slepidown's fact. And the last time I ate down here, it was disastrous. That's because the food down here is as dangerous as the creepy fish creatures. Why do we have to walk when we can sort of float? And why is my protection bubble fogging up when yours doesn't? And are we nearly there? Because I'm fed up looking. Iki, if you're as hungry as you say, have a bite of seaweed. It's full of minerals and that will give you the strength to carry on. I don't want to carry on and seaweed is yucky. I hate the look of it. Anyhow, why would anybody want to eat that fish food creepy stuff? My luck, I will turn back into a sea princess with a Fruit Loop problem. What are you talking about, sea princesses and all that sort of stuff? For goodness sake, Iki, you're doing my head in. Put that mat down. It's not only slowing us down, but it's a waste of time dragging it around. Oh, for Slepidon's sake, I can't drop it. If I do, it will pollute the ocean. Well, you should have thought about that before you threw it into the Cork Upper Ripple Creek. Iki gave in and dropped the mat onto the ocean floor. She was starting to get Slurpit Downs fed up. As they were about to continue, the mat began to move very slowly along the ocean floor. Oh, look! The mat has come alive! That's what seawater can do. It's magic. See, I told you things were creepy, and now they're spooky down here. Hang on. That's not possible. What did you drop it on, Iki? 
Now you're accusing me of dropping it onto something that moves. Sometimes I wonder about you always gulp of waters blaming me for stuff. Pipe down. Let me grab the mat. I think it's a sea creature. Look, you have managed to cover a poor turtle. Well, that turtle should not have been where I put the smelly mat. And that's a slurpy down's fact. You know, Iki, turtles are getting very rare. Overfishing and the environment changing has a lot to do with it. Now, you're going to give me a long-winded environmental lesson. In a minute, you'll have to stand on the turtle and use it as a soapbox. You're just like Peppy, always lecturing about stuff. It's all stupid, boring information if you ask me. And I have to listen to it day in, day out. Let's see what kind it is. I am very interested, and it's important to register a sighting. Yes, I can see it now, at the bottom of the ocean somewhere. The turtle species are experiencing serious threats to their survival. The main threats are, of course, pollution and changes to turtle habitats, especially coral reefs, nesting beaches and seagrass beds. I think this is a flatback turtle. Do turtles eat things like slurper downs? Because I think we better get out of here. Eki, you would be too tough. And anyhow, the turtles only eat organisms such as seagrass, mollusks, jellyfish, shrimp and fishes. Did you say jellyfish? That means the box jellyfish queen would be in heaps of danger if this guy found her. I'm not so sure about that, because box jellyfish propel themselves forward in a jet-like motion. They don't drift like true jellyfish, so I feel they would be hard to catch. What do you mean, like true jellyfish? Aren't they jellyfish? Well, they belong to the class Cubozoa and are not true jellyfish. I can't understand why we call them jellyfish if they aren't real jellyfish. Just goes to show how confusing things seem to get under the water. Looks like they are very scary, poisonous and dangerous. We better not get on the wrong side of the box jellyfish queen. She is also very dangerous. Iki, can we get back to the subject of turtles, please? After all, that's what I want to talk about. The turtles even eat soft corals and sea cucumbers. Don't you think that's interesting? Well, my mum makes me eat cucumbers, and they give me wind. Yucky stuff, if you ask me. I fart so much that I even upset myself with the smell. The flatback turtles are very large compared to other sea turtles, and that makes it harder for predators to eat them. Look, this one is about 90 centimetres long, and he is low-domed. The edge is upturned, and he has four pairs of costal scales. The upper parts are an olive grey colour. So amazing. See, there's a single pair of scales that are located at the front of his head. That's how you work out the species. Did you know that breeding is usually on the islands of the southern Great Barrier Reef and they also breed in the western Torres Strait? They can have as many as 75 eggs in a clutch. And the mother turtle digs a pit using her front flippers to clear the topmost layer of dry sand. She uses her flippers to dig a small egg chamber. After she lays her eggs, the mother covers them up. When she has covered them, she leaves them to grow, hatch, and fend for themselves. All I know is they are big when they grow up, and I think their mum is mean to leave them. Can we go home now? Iki, think about how much you are learning. 
You can tell the kids at school all the information, and that will make you look slurp it down smart. Oh, they already know I'm smart. So can we please go home now? I don't want to learn any more stuff because it hurts my head and I have enough learning at school. I'm still hungry and that means I get cranky with everybody. It's not slurp it down to fair. Don't you get it, Tundra? I want to go home to my mum and dad. Iggy, it's fascinating stuff, don't you think? No, it's boring information just as I said. Environmental stuff and I don't care, so there. Tundra was getting annoyed. Still, for a while he kept his cool. That was until Iki sat on top of the turtle and demanded for Tundra to listen to her. Get off the turtle. It's not a seat. And stop your grumbling because my head hurts. I'm telling my mum on you because I want to go home. There are sharks down here and I don't want to get caught. Iki, if you don't be quiet, I will feed you to the sharks myself. After a long while, Tundra gave up. He couldn't stand Iki's constant grumbling and decided to take her home. His head was throbbing and the constant chatter and complaining was starting to wear him down. He decided that Pepper was quite capable of finding the king without his help. Tundra imagined going home to a hot lemon drink and a warm bed. Being sick wasn't helping and Iki was just too much to cope with. Okay, I give up. I will take you home. Then I can rest, and if Pepper isn't back in the morning, I will arrange a search party and come back. Now you're talking, thank goodness. I was beginning to wonder if you were going to start telling me about how they breed. My mum says we are going to have a birds and bees talk when I'm older. Don't know what birds and bees have to do with Slurpy Downs, but there must be some kind of link. My mum said she found me in the vegetable garden. Something to do with fertilizer and stuff like that. I think a long cord attached me somehow from a pumpkin and Dad cut the cord. And there I was. I guess lots of things grow in a vegetable garden. Hey, I have a joke for you, Tundra. And it sort of is very slurper downs and gulp of water right for this occasion. When things go wrong, what can you always count on? Iggy, I'm too tired to work out a joke, so what is the answer? Very easy. It's your fingers. And I think it is a good decision to get out of here, as that's what sharks like to eat the most. By the way, can you stand up for me when my parents lose it? I can tell you one thing, Iki. It's going to be interesting. I think I now know why I ended up in the ocean, and it wasn't to find Pepper. It was to save you. It's funny how things seem to happen for a reason. Let me tell you a joke before we travel home. What kind of ship never sinks? Haven't got a slurper downs clue, Tundra. Friendship, my little Iki. And you have a gulp of water's friend in me. But there will be consequences. There's that word again. Under the water, Pepper was having a difficult time. She just wanted to get out of there and go home. The king was still missing, and they just seemed to walk around in circles. After walking and searching for what seemed ages, Pepper was worn out and decided that enough was enough. The king must be close. He was hardly likely to wander too far away. She called for a rest time and sat herself on a rock to ease her aching feet. As she sat, she heard a muffled sound coming from somewhere nearby. Did anybody hear that sound? It almost sounds like a voice. Oh, wow, I think it's coming from under this rock. Pepper, Captain Marshall at your service. The captain had to leave to attend to important business. I'm knowledgeable on sea stuff. 
so I can help you and advise you on anything you need to know about clams. Uh, that's no rock. It's a clam, half buried under the sand. Quick, let's see if we can get it open. How are we going to do that? It's shut tight. I guess we need to make it sneeze. That way it'll open up and we can see what's inside. They all started to stir up the ocean bed, kicking the sand and making a cloudy swirl. It wasn't long before the clams started to open and suddenly they heard a familiar voice. Oh, help! Help! I'm the king of the clams! There will be reward if you save me from this beastly, uncooperative clam! When I am out, it will be sent to the dungeon. Everybody stared in disbelief. The king was inside the clam. When the clam opened, he brushed himself off and jumped out. This clam should be arrested for shutting tight on me. Nobody does that to the king of the clams. What on earth were you doing inside the clam? Well, I was lost and the clam was here, so I asked for directions. Of course I was looking into his shiny shell just to make sure that I was in perfect condition. Don't want to trample around the ocean looking messy. That would never do for an important king like me. Anyway, he wouldn't answer me. He just shut tight. Huh. You must have been too interested in looking yourself for ages because these clams take a very long time to close. They just don't slam tight. Wow, seems you know a bit about the clams. So while we're here, how about telling us about them? I am the king of the clams, so it's best that I tell you about them. Bite your bum and sit down. We've had enough of you. Can just imagine what kind of information you would give us. Giant clams are the largest of all mollusks, and... They are smart enough to prefer the warm waters around Australia's barrier reef. They are bottom-dwelling behemoths and largest on Earth. I could have told you that. You're not at all smart to know that. Pipe down or we'll snap you tight back in the clam. Let me continue. They can grow huge, as big as 1.2 metres. In the old measurements, that's about four feet. And gosh... They can weigh heaps, sometimes up to 227 kilos. And in the old measurements for you, dear Peppa, about 500 pounds. What do they eat when there's no stupid kings around to munch on? Peppa, you are being very rude. It's not polite to tell somebody they are stupid. You have hurt my royal feelings. So sorry, my royal stupidest. Just keep quiet and listen. After all, we are talking about clams. The ones you're supposed to be caring about. Continue. I'm fascinated. And it's good to learn something new, especially since we've been down here in the kingdom of the clams. Right, I will. They eat algae and grow so large because they consume the sugar and the proteins produced by the billions of algae that live in their tissues. Very clever, if you ask me. Totally under my guidance and instruction. That's why I'm the king of them. Oh, for goodness sake. As I said before, pipe down. It's bad enough that we've been looking everywhere for you for hours. Give us a break and stop interrupting. You see, it's very clever. They offer the algae a safe home and regular access to heaps of sunlight for photosynthesis. The clams bask during the day 
just below the water surface. They have their fluted shells open and their multicolored mantle exposed. They consume passing plankton and, with a siphon, the draws in the water. They are not man-eaters because they move too slowly and are very shy and would probably retreat into their shells rather than try to eat people. The king must have annoyed him into a state of panic, very out of character for a giant clan. He must have been at his wit's end. You know, Pepper, they are diminishing quickly, and in some places where there were plenty of them, they are now extinct. It's because of overfishing and the fact that their king has been too occupied with himself over the years. There has been no protection, and of course the earth is changing. Global warming is causing all sorts of problem down here. The humans need to come on board and help us save the oceans, keep them clean, and encourage all kingdoms below to see the same. Some fish people are not sure what's going on. They are frightened, and their numbers are beginning to dwindle. Pepper turned to the king. She was furious. The poor clam had been traumatized. And to make matters worse, the king had not been doing his job of educating the clams and other fish creatures on how to survive the earth changes. She had a few questions for the king and decided that now was the time to ask them. Right, it's time to move on. Really needed that rest break. Now, question number one. How did you manage to escape from Vestas? I am the king. I can do almost everything. It's all too easy for me, and it's a royal secret. Royal secret, my bum. Let's get you back before I strangle you myself. We'll have to go back to the box jellyfish queen's kingdom as your castle has crumbled to the ocean floor. It's going to take a very long time to rebuild. The king was not amused. He didn't really want to associate with the queen, but unfortunately for him, he had no choice. They had found the king, and all that Pepper wanted was to offload him and leave the ocean. There was no way they were going to walk. Everybody was too exhausted for that, and it was time to travel. As soon as they arrived, there was a huge commotion. All the fish stood to attention, and trumpets played and banners were waved to welcome the king of the clams. He was in his element, waving and blowing kisses to all the jellyfish girls as he went by. The girls swooned at the sight of him, bowing and all pushed forward in the hope that he would notice them. Pepper thought she was going to be sick as she witnessed yet again his vanity. The box jellyfish queen arrived at the entrance of her palace. She held out a hand to welcome him and smiled. Welcome, King of the Clans. It's a pleasure to have you visit us. Glad to know that you are safe and well. Being the rude person that he was, the king didn't give a hoot and turned away to chat up some young jellyfish girls. The box jellyfish queen was furious that the king had ignored her and turned and went inside. Why did I even bother with the swine? All he thinks about is his selfish clam self. He should be putting a plan together to rebuild his kingdom, not flirting with my subjects. Maybe I should eat him for dinner. 
Vestas might have a point. Eat your competition. Although he probably would give me gas. It would be all the hot air that's in him. The box jellyfish queen had totally forgotten that it was she who had put an enchanted spell on the king. Yes, there had been a spell, and the box jellyfish queen had thought it would help her to take over the underwater kingdoms. Vestas may have been a tyrant, but the queen was a shrewd jellyfish. It was only to her advantage to have a stupid king of the clams around. While he was acting like a clown, she was planning a takeover and collecting all the treasures under the sea. She wanted total control of all the underwater creatures and all the riches found in the nearby kingdoms. The queen was an excellent actor and had the princess of the pearl totally fooled. The box jellyfish queen proceeded to her throne room and ordered everybody out. Nobody ignores her and she was furious and full of rage. I'm fed up with the entire goings-on in this kingdom. It's time to take control and plan my next move. The Princess of the Pearl had a large collection of precious, valuable pearls, and the box jellyfish queen would do anything to get her slimy tentacles on them. If she managed to collect all the pearls, she would have huge bargaining power over most of the underwater kingdoms. There were many more kingdoms to take over, and lots of rulers to get rid of. So far, somebody or some fishy person had stopped everything she had managed to do. She ruminated on a plan. Surely there were others who did not want the King of the Clams to return to normal and marry the princess. The box jellyfish queen called on her advisor, Macon, for some fishy advice. He had never let her down, and she knew that he was a loyal servant. In my opinion, there is no chance that the king will get back to normal. He needs to focus on somebody else. Even fall in love at first sight with them. But he only looks at himself in the mirror and is so in love with himself that there is no chance that he would look at anybody else. I feel that your very clever spell would never be broken. So while he is a fool, your guards could go into the kingdom, raid the treasures, and take over what's left of his kingdom. Yes, I am rather brilliant at spells, and I must admit that this one has been one of my best. I had forgotten that I had put him under a spell. Silly me! Must be all the bubble wine I've been drinking. He would never look at anybody else and fall in love when he is so smitten with himself. It gives us the advantage and the chance to take over his kingdom. Don't know how wealthy he is, but I'm sure he wouldn't miss his wealth as he was too wrapped up in himself. Pity for all of his subjects. They are in for the shock of their lives. A change in rulers never really goes down well, especially when there are new rules. First rule is, do what I say. The second rule is, do what I want. And the third rule is, get me what I need. The box jellyfish queen arranged for a takeover, 
and sent a very large army to the king of the clam's kingdom. She would entertain the annoying king and keep him away from his castle for quite a while. And while she was at it, she would send another group to capture all the pearl people and throw them into slavery, grab all the precious pearls and have a bounty of wealth. She would become the queen of the underwater kingdoms and that was that. After all her orders were given, she decided on her next plan of action. She had to be seen as being on the side of the Princess of the Pearl and the King of Clams. The box jellyfish queen couldn't be bothered about how her armies were going to take over the other kingdoms. That was their problem, and she had to focus on the matters at hand. In her kingdom were the king and the princess, and she had to control them with her trickery. They would be none the wiser. All I have to do is be pleasant and treat them to royal hospitality. I can pretend to be on their side and focus on their hatred of Vestas. This will make them think that everything is going to be okay and that I am a great friend. When I was... You have just been listening to the mysteries of Cork Upper Ripple Creek audio tales based on the children's book by Australian author Susan Pease. To find out more about these stories or to purchase hard copies, please visit susan-pease.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-P-E-A-S-E.com. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on the next magical instalment of the mysteries of Cork Upper Ripple Creek. Listen, enjoy, and learn tips on saving the planet. That is a Slurp It Downs and Gulp of Waters fact. It goes, is that my dreams never... This has been a Cockies Group production. 2023. All rights reserved. See you next time. Magic. Oh.